Hey everyone, welcome to episode 15 of the Royals FC Show. I'm Veer Cho and I'm pretty pumped to be able to share with y'all an awesome interview that I was able to do with Erica Timrak. Uh, this interview actually happened a day before uh, the game that happened this weekend, so it was pretty awesome timing considering that she scored a goal and got her first start. In the interview, we talk about everything ranging from the name of her dog to vegan food to what motivates her off the pitch to what it was like coming to Salt Lake and a bunch of other things. So I hope you enjoy. Here's our interview. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 15 of the Royals FC Show. Uh, Today, super blessed and honored to have Erica Timrak with us. Uh, So we're just going to go right into the questions. So, Erica, this is probably the most important question that I'm actually going to ask you throughout this entire interview. Oh, Uh, boy. Yeah. So, what is the name of your dog, and can your dog and I be friends? (laughs) And can my dog what? And can your dog and I be friends? (laughs) Um, So, my dog's name is Chai, um, C-H-A-I, and it honestly is up to him if you guys can be friends, because he picks and chooses, like, who he wants to be around. Um, I personally would love for you to be friends with him, but I don't know if he would love to be friends with you, if that makes sense. No, I feel that. I feel that. Dogs are very, very picky. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to set up a doggy play date for sure. Oh, if you have a dog, he'll probably most likely love you. Oh, party. Party. Yeah. I'm stoked. I'm All right, stoked. Cool. Um, so question two, you just came back from practice. How was that? It was good. Um, today was one of the first days where like the heat has really like, you know, shown itself. Um, and I mean, it was a little tougher. It's different than like the Florida heat I'm used to, but, um, all in all, like it was good. I like, we got a good sweat out. We put, we, uh, we're preparing for Saturday's match, obviously. So it was a good session for sure. Right on, right on. Yeah, it is hot out there. It's kind of (laughs) getting, it's definitely picking up. So to backtrack a little bit, uh, I know I saw in a previous interview that you did ice skating and gymnastics and things when you were younger, but what's your soccer story, I guess? What is it about soccer that gravitated you towards the beautiful game? Um, So I started soccer when I was young, like I'm talking three, four years old. Um, My dad played and he kind of put me in it when I was like really young and um I did soccer and I did other sports as well. Like I, you know, I did gymnastics and figure skating and dance and I was always really active, but there's just something about soccer that I just had a connection with. I, it was like truly like my first love. Like when I had a ball at my feet, it was just, I always wanted it. I remember like going to school and I'd bring like a little mini ball with me and I would just kind of always have it at my feet. And it was just like a comfort thing for me. Um, and then as I grew up, I kind of, you know, saw myself getting better and better and, um, I just, yeah, it was kind of a love for me and not that I didn't love the other sports I played, but there was just something, I just had a, a real connection with, with soccer. And I honestly do believe that it's the most beautiful game in the world. Um, and so, yeah, I'm blessed to play it as in my career and to have been able to play it this long. Awesome. Awesome. So you're, uh, you know, typical midfielder. Uh, but is there another position on the field that you like to play, or is there a certain like style of certain spot on the pitch in the midfield that you prefer? Um, I I really like playing on the left side. I like having like the abil- or the choice, I guess, to cut in and dribble down the middle, or I like taking players on one v one, so just taking a line, and I I like having that like freedom, I guess. 
Um, but I'm kind of the type of player that can end up like anywhere. So like I might start on the left and I'll probably be on the right, like five minutes into the game. Um, but I just, yeah, I, I personally love the left. Um, and I think that's usually where I'm played, but, um, I actually played in the center a lot in college and I did like that, but I think I'm a true winger. So, yeah, I dig it. I dig it. So what's the best part about your game? Wow, that's a tough question. Um, the best part about my game, um, I I kind of like the ability to drive at people, and, like, ha- I like making defenders, like, have to make a choice. So, like, I really like committing them and then, you know, playing someone through or if they're going to, you know, kind of, like, back off and, like, try and stop that third ball I'm just gonna keep taking him on and I kind of like I guess penetrating forward I like I like tight pockets I like playing in those spaces um I've always been like a smaller player so like growing up I always had the ball at my feet I was always always I guess practicing technique and skills and moves and I think that I rely on that a lot as a player especially I'm not, like, very big in this league. So I do like working in tight spaces. Um, I like dribbling. I like taking players on. I would say that's my strong suit. Nice. Very nice. All right, going more local here, uh, what was your first impression of Utah? Had you been here before, or was it just, oh, this is Utah? No, I have never been here. Um, And in January, I was like, you know what? I'm really anxious to get out there, so just – Packed up my Jeep, packed up my dog, and me and my boyfriend drove out here. Um, And we've both never been here before. Um, But it was cool. I I love moving to different places, and I love, you know, seeing different parts of the world. Um, But I will say this is my first time living in, like, a a mountain range out west type thing. Um, And I actually do enjoy it. I will say it took me, like, a while to learn how to just, like, breathe normally here. Um, So that was fun. But I actually really enjoy it. And, um, yeah, it's just, you know, another chapter in your life and where you live. So I think that's cool. Yeah, you're from Florida, right? Yes. So big difference for sure. Yeah, definitely like a beach girl. So the mountains are, like, different for me. But I'm hoping in the winter I can, like, maybe learn how to ski. Because I water ski and I wakeboard. But I heard it's a lot different in the snow, so yeah. <laughs> I might give that a try. Yeah. Um, yeah, those types of winter activities are fun. But, I mean, yeah. you know, the cold is no <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of the cold. But, granted, yeah. you know, I've been here for 22 years and never ne- never gotten used to it. Never got used to it? Yeah. Okay, so there's no hope for me, though. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to uh, be crushing dreams here. Cool. Um, so what's your favorite part about Utah so far? Um, I like that. Well, one, I have two favorite parts. One is I love the soccer community. I, from the second I arrived here, I felt so welcome. And I, I honestly felt like a genuine, like diehard interest in soccer, men's, women's, um, youth soccer, whatever it may be. Like I felt just a connection with it. And I, and I think that's so nice to have, especially as a soccer pro, like going to a place where people just like live, breathe football. Um, you can't beat that. So that's one thing that I love about it. And then secondly, I like that it's like an outdoor state. Like I like that you can go on hikes and, you know, go to rivers and streams and just kind of like get into that stuff. Um, I take my dog all the time on like off days and stuff. And I, yeah, we don't really have mountains in Florida. So it's just been <laughs> cool to be able to like explore that aspect of it. So 
Yeah, there's a lot of cool things. Is there, uh, like, do you have a favorite hike? Have you seen any, I guess, of the typical Utah ones, like Donut Falls? Have you done any, any of those? Yeah, I did Donut Falls. I really like those. Snowing, snowing though. Um, <laughs> and, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to, like, handle the snow sometimes. Like, I don't know how to prepare. I don't know how to dress. So I was, like, totally a rookie going out in, like, sneakers <laughs> in the three feet of snow. Um, but I go to a lot of the off-leash, like, part. Um, so, like, I, I go to um, Mill Creek because they have a few trails. Um, I actually, like, forgot the names of a lot of them. But I go to a lot of ones where you can bring your dog um, because, yeah, I enjoy having my little my little mutt with me. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. And what type of dog do you have? I mean, I've seen from Instagram that <laughs> obviously Chai is super cute, but I, I couldn't pick up what type of dog. Um, he is a um, a husky shepherd, cattle dog, bulldog, Australian shepherd mix. He's a nice mutt. He's a good mix of everything. Nice. Yeah. He's a rescue. So I rescued him when I lived in Denver, and he's actually he's come a long way. He was... Um, he had a pretty bad life, and after we rescued him, it was really sad seeing him, like, and how, you know, mistreated he was, mm-hmm. but he lives the best life now, and he's, like, I'm literally watching him from my room, and he's in my bed right now, like, curled up in all the pillows and just has, like, six toys around him, so he's definitely living his best life. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I'm really glad to hear that, uh, you know, he's a rescue, too. We'll talk more about that later at the end when we go into some vegan stuff cool. that I want to talk to you about. Um, Sweet. But, yeah, so is there, I guess, uh, so do you plan to go sightseeing more? Or is there, like, a specific thing in Utah that you want to go see? Yeah, I want to I do as much as I can. I love, I love seeing new things, and um, I do want to make it down to Moab for sure. Um, and then there's this um, hike that I really want to do. I think it's called, like, Fifth Water Hot Springs, Um and it's like a, I think it's like five miles round trip and it, it's just some like rock pools that are like natural springs. Do you want to do that? And then, yeah, anytime people have like, you know, suggestions or like things to do, like I'm so down. Oh, and I heard Bear Lake's really cool. Definitely got to make it up there. Um, so yeah, there's definitely things I want to do. It's tough sometimes because like, you know, you're a little tired from training and you know, the grind of it. But anytime we do have like, you know, off weekend or off, off days, I'm definitely down to explore as much as I can. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And, you know, Southern Utah is so beautiful. There's, you know, so much to do. It's almost overwhelming. Uh, have you, I don't know, cause, I mean, do you want some hike rec- recommendations? I mean, we're just having a Yes, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it's a bit of a drive. Um, well, not, not a, I mean, compared to Southern Utah, no. Uh, but the Uinta Mountains are gorgeous. There's a okay. million lakes up there. Um, just pick any hike. And then up the... Uh, I think it's one of the Cottonwood Canyons. There's, a, like, a Brighton Lakes hike where you hit three lakes in the span of, like, I want to say three miles. Cool. And it's just a circle. It's really nice. But those are just some that come to the top of my awesome. head. Awesome. That sounds good. Yeah. Oh, and then that. there's the Timpanogos Caves, too. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, for a soccer player like you, I'm sure it'll be easy. But, you know, <laughs> around here, it's know. like, don't <laughs> attempt that unless you want to, like, burn your calves off your okay. body. but I'm sure I'm sure you will be fine uh, hopefully my calves will be good <laughs> um so going back to soccer or footy a little bit <laughs> what would you say your greatest accomplishment is on the pitch as well as off of it <sighs> greatest accomplishment um 
I would say on the pitch, probably just being able um, to represent my country. Um, I got my first cap um, with the U.S. team, I'd say, in, I think, 2013, maybe 2014. Um, and I was with them for a little bit. And I don't, I mean, I don't think there's any, like, greater honor or accomplishment um, than representing your country um, at the highest level of football. Um, so that would probably, yeah, be on the pitch. Um off the pitch, man, that's a toughie. Um, so we're not talking about soccer, correct? Yeah, just like anything. I mean, I don't know. Did you win a spelling bee? Is there just like <laughs> anything random? We're, we're we're going anything here. Wow. Well, I probably came in last place in like any spelling bee, so that's definitely not it. Um, I don't know. I guess I would just say like, um, I I really do like volunteering and helping out the community and like I volunteer a lot at you know animal shelters or animal rescues and I just think that like finding your your like niche like that and being able to you know help others and I just I think there's that's a pretty pretty good accomplishment so I like doing that I dig it I dig it you know it's interesting that you talk about animal shelters because I, I interact with you once before you probably don't remember this but you posted on Twitter when you were at the Brian Ching animal sanctuary yeah yeah and I come to that and I didn't even know it was there and then I remember you like replied back and it was like holy mom I'm 164th (laughs) famous now Erica Timrak replied to me oh my god you're making my head way too big and it's not like that at all (laughs) I mean that's how that's how we feel as fans I've gotten a little bit like used to it a tad I told uh when I first interviewed Lola Bonta I told her that I felt like a nine-year-old in 2013 at a Justin Bieber concert. And wow. so I feel like I've been able to contain myself a little bit more. Um, but I hope, I hope I'm not too awkward. <laughs> no, I love awkward anyway, so right it works on. out. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So growing up, did you have a favorite player? Um, yeah, I actually loved um, Zidane. He was, like, idol for sure. Um, and... Obviously, like, as I got older, Messi's, like, my number one, and Coutinho is also one of my favorites, um, but it's just, like, the way they, you know, are able to <laughs> create magic on the ball, it's, it's, yeah, it's captivating, and it's one of my favorite things to watch, but, yeah, I would say growing up, I would say Zidane was definitely my idol. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So, on that note, do you have any like teams that you like to follow be it men or women's in the world yeah um I'm a Barcelona fan um very loyal I'm also um I don't even know if I should say this because I feel like in the EPL people get so serious about like who they support um but I've always been a Chelsea fan um so yeah Chelsea and Barcelona are my teams nice that's respectable no, no hate here. Okay. Come in, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, you know. I mean, <laughs> I I support a lot of teams that don't do very well just because I want to be that hipster person. So. Good for you. That's yeah. yeah that's very yeah. big of you. Yeah, right? I feel yeah. So so you know, <laughs> I gotta respect getting crushed every week. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend is actually a Leicester City fan before they were Leicester City, so that's like his. You know, nice thing he's proud of. Shout out to him. I dig it. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah. So for the World Cup this summer, I'm assuming you're, assuming you're going to be watching. Is there a country that you're rooting for particularly, or? 
Yeah, I'm definitely going for Argentina. Um, just because I'm, like, so team messy, and I was like, I – and I think Argentina's good, so I'll definitely be rooting for them. Um, but, of course, it'll be fun watching, like, all the powerhouses, Spain, Germany, all that. Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm so ready to quit my day job and just start up at 5 a.m. every morning. You should definitely <laughs> do that. <laughs> um, all right, so as a player – how do you push through bad form or your worst times? Um, I would say, like, you just you just learn this mental toughness. Um, and everyone's different, obviously, and every athlete's different. But I've kind of just been able to... What works for me is that I always will try and focus on the positive or find the silver lining in anything. And... Obviously, everyone has, like, you know, different techniques, and sports psychologists will see different things. But for me, no matter what situation I'm in, there's always going to be a positive, even if I can't really see it. Um, So I just try and focus my energy on that and then obviously learn from every failure. I've had a lot of failures, and um, I I don't think you can be successful without, you know, failing a bunch of times in your life. Um, And so, like, in the moment, obviously, when you're failing, it's like this sucks, but you know you're going to come out the other end of it. So I just try and always remind myself of that. And that's, you know, a journey. And you're never going to have a journey that's 100% success. It just doesn't work that way, you know. For sure. For sure. Uh, do you have any short-term goals? Um, short-term goals. Um, yeah, I mean... Obviously, like, when you're going through your career, you have, like, different goals. You have, you know, I want to score this many goals. I want to get this many assists. But kind of, like, as I've grown up and evolved as a player, like, I just want to be the best teammate that I can to my teammates. And that's kind of, I've learned, like, knowing your role, you know. Like, if you're a 90-minute player, that's your role. If you come off the bench, that's your role. And you just got to be kind of, like, the best teammate you can by fulfilling and knowing your role. Um, I would love to win another championship i have two and i would love to win one with the royals um so yeah i love it i love it uh on that note so this is kind of a tougher question so but your your role on the squad right now is i mean i personally thought coming in that you would you know be able to get a, a routinely consistent starting spot and then you know a bunch of signings happened and there's a lot of debt uh, yeah you know at that midfield role and so, um, like, I guess it's just working hard every day, trying to lock it down, be the best teammate you can be, be the best player you can be, just all that kind of stuff. So it kind of goes back to what I was saying about, like, your role and stuff. And it's tough because my five years in the NWSL, I definitely, you know, played the majority of it. Um, but it's definitely something that is new. And then you just have to, like, stay positive and the season's long, and I know I'll get a chance eventually, but in the meantime, I just have to, you know, work my ass off and practice, be a good teammate, keep a level high. And there's this quote that it's cheesy, but I love it, and it's the only thing. Um, damn it, I'm blanking right now. <laughs> it's, an, it's an attitude quote, but it's basically um, just talks about, like, how important attitude is, and it's really true, and it's so easy to be negative. Like, it. It's so easy to, like, you know, not start a game and just, like, completely, like, badger yourself for it and get so negative. But, like, the second 
that happens, it's like you go down a rabbit hole. So it's like allowing, not allowing yourself to be negative and just always staying positive, not only for yourself, but for your teammates. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, do my best at my role right now. And I, I know I'll get a chance down the line and I'll, you know, just got to be ready for it when it comes. Yeah, for sure. Love it. Love it. Sounds like, you know, you've got a good head on you and a lot of mental toughness, which is, (laughs) you know, really what you need. But for what it's worth, I thought your sub appearances were great. And I was talking to other co-hosts on the show. We want to see you and Taylor Lytle get get some more minutes. And that's very nice of you guys. Of course. I mean, you know, from previous performances, uh, you know, you both deserve it and just talk, you know, having the opportunity to talk to both of you. Y'all are great, great humans. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you bet. Um, so moving on just a little bit. So I don't know if there's like contract things, so maybe you can't talk about this, but what, how did you find out, I guess, what was the, the process like of finding out that you were going to come to Utah? Um... So, last season, obviously, towards the end of it, I would say after season, things were just a little dodgy, and we didn't really know what was going on. Um, It was very up in the air. We didn't really have any answers. And then, I mean, I was on Twitter, and I saw saw something, like, you know, people talk on Twitter, and I was like, man, like, could Utah be getting a team, and, like, could we be going there? And obviously, like, you text all your teammates because you're in this, like, weird limbo area. And it's, you know, it's not a good feeling. Like, and, you know, we were talking and then they announced it. And we were just like, this is insane. Like, we're literally going to be, like, you know, moving to Salt Lake City. Um, and then obviously, you know, you get the, the calls from the GM and the coaches and stuff. And, like, after I talked to Laura uh, and Craig, it was, like, extremely real for me and I was just so pumped to like get out here um so like yeah I told him I was like I think after Christmas I'm just gonna drive to Utah because I'm like super anxious um to get out there and like you know have such a cool organization you know backing us so yeah I think that that was that's what happened I love to hear that I love to hear that uh what's it uh what's it been like uh interacting with uh Deloy Hansen, aka Papa Loy Loy? <laughs> Oh, Papa Loyle. Um, it's, it's been, it's been a treat. He is one of the most genuine people I've ever met and he just wants the best for women, for, um, for soccer. Um, and it is, it's truly like refreshing having an owner who cares so much about the well-being of like every single player. Um, and he's always so happy and he's, you know, so supportive no matter what happens. Um, but it's, it's been so great playing for him and having an owner like that, who's, you know, so behind you, it just makes you want to play even harder. So, um, it's cool that we have him. For sure. For sure. I've never met him. Um, but you know, I've wanted to, he comes to trainings sometimes too, doesn't he? Yeah. He comes to trainings. Um, he's usually at all the games, so mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll meet him eventually. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I need to get out to trainings. Uh, yeah. when I do all, I'll holler and sweet. Let you know. Um, so, let's talk about a little bit about um, the animal advocacy work you've done and just, I guess, was it hard to become a vegan? I know you did uh, a little thing with PETA recently, which is really cool, um, but would you be willing just to go a little bit more into the process to uh, what that process was like? Because I know that you became vegan a little bit 
I mean, you weren't like super, super young when you became vegan. And right. Just right. how you feel it affects your performance on the field and just your love for animals, what sparked that, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah um, I, I kind of wanted to, I wanted to be a vegetarian for a while, I'd say since college, but it's kind of like a scary thing. Like it's completely changing your diet and your, your body's used to something for 20 some years. It's, it's, and you hear so many things and it's like, it definitely deterred me for a while. Um, and then, uh, when we rescued Chai from the shelter, I worked with him so much just like, cause he had been not treated very nicely. Um, so it took a lot of patience, a lot of love. And I just, I worked with him so much to like come out of his shell and, you know, be a happy animal again. And I think that like opened up my eyes to like how much like I have a connection with animals and how much I just want to help them because they have no voice and they really have nobody, you know, to accept us to basically talk for them. Um, so that's kind of when it opened my eyes that I, I want to like get into animal advocacy. Um, and then, yeah, I was over in Australia playing and a few of the girls, um, Lauren Barnes and Beverly Yanez were both vegan at the, um, at the time I was over there and I told them that I really wanted to do it. And they're like, you should definitely do it. Like it's, they loved it. They're like, we'll help you with it. So they're kind of my mentors, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie, it wasn't like a smooth transition at first, um, but I'd say after a couple months, everything kind of like fell into place, and I was just so much happier, and had so much more energy, and uh, it's just been like a life-changing change for me, and people always call it a diet, and I'm like, it's not really a diet for me, it's just like a lifestyle, like, it's, it's not about like the... <laughs> you know, the, all the foods I eat is about like having a little more compassion and just saying no to, you know, a cruel, I mean, the meat industry and the dairy industry, which are both extremely violent and cruel. And just, it's kind of my way of like protesting that. Um, and I actually feel very, uh, powerful doing that and being like, I don't have to, (laughs) I don't just support you guys. I don't just support that cruelty. And I not only can survive, but I can actually thrive doing that. Um, and so any, any chance I get, I like to speak up for the animals, whether it's food or, you know, not wearing them for clothes or not buying products that test on animals. So, yeah, that's that's me. I love that. I love that. I really, really do. Um, so I know, like you said, you know, it's not all about the food alone. Uh, and it's, you know, I know from people that I've talked to that it's definitely once you know, like, more about the meat industry and things like that. It becomes a lot easier to do that when you have the compassion behind it. Um, but I'm curious, what is like your favorite vegan meals to make and what does meal prep look like for you? Um, so it, it, I never really was a big cook, but one, because I, I hated like cooking with like meat, uh-huh. I guess like raw meat, it just like, it always grossed me out. So I just, I never spent time cooking, but then once I went vegan, I started like, experimenting with so many different like foods like eggplant for instance like I had never never bought an eggplant in my life and here I am with like three eggplants trying to make eggplant parmesan um so I just I don't know I started experimenting with different foods and I actually started like loving to cook um but I honestly make so many different things um there's actually these burgers called beyond meat burgers Mm -hmm. and they're so good like some of the girls come over and they'll have them and they'll be like, Oh my God. And it, it's, it's honestly, you have to go and buy them at Whole Foods. They're amazing. I'll have those a lot. They're so good. But I honestly eat 
every anything that like people say like oh I have this I'm like I eat the same thing except I just I modify it so like um, a buffalo chicken sandwich I'll do the same thing except I'll just use cauliflower buffalo sauce um, bread it um, and then use some like vegan ranch and then put it on a bun that doesn't have dairy or egg in it and it's the same thing so I guess like what I eat actually eat isn't different it's just like the ingredients i use are different if that makes sense no it de- it definitely definitely does so you found some some nice vegan hot spots downtown then or, or i guess it's anywhere in the salt lake valley yeah um so bolt cutter is like my favorite it's like um 100 plant-based mexican um and it's unreal it's so good um and then there's this place called butts sandwich shop and that's one of my favorites too. Um, and then there's this little cafe called passion flower and it's a, it's cute. It's like a little French cafe and I'll go have, you know, coffee or espresso there and they have all vegan, like, you know, cannolis or chocolate croissants and stuff. So there's definitely places, tons of places in Salt Lake city, which is awesome. Cause it means that people are realizing, you know, they don't have to eat meat all the time. And I know a lot of my friends or, you know, a lot of my family, like, they're not vegan, but they definitely, you know, start cutting meat and dairy out, like, slowly because they, you know, just realize that they don't need it. And, you know, it's a little more compassionate choices you can make every day, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Love it. Love that. So, um, cat or dog? Um, both. I I can't, I can't pick. I love all animals. <laughs> <laughs> so do you right now do you only have chai yeah I have chai um my parents back in Florida have two rescue cats though one's 20 and one's like six months um so I do love cats but chai's our only our only son right now but I'm hoping in the future to rescue a few more that's awesome that's yeah. awesome rescue animals are the best and it's you know it's really interesting you were talking about earlier about like trying to get chai to like come out of his shell and that's something that like I feel like a lot of people don't really understand a whole lot because like the abuse with like a lot of I mean animals in general but like you know pets is like it's disgusting oh for sure and a lot of people don't like going to animal shelters because they want a specific type or they think that you know animal shelters are damaged or whatever but it's it's just like if they saw if you saw chai when he was in the shelter no one was going to rescue him he Mm -hmm. was shaking he was like hiding under this like stool thing he was soaking wet from spilling his water like he couldn't even like look you in the eyes he was so scared and if you like look at him now like I have him at the dog park all the time people are like wait he's a rescue I'm like what does that even mean like yes of course like all rescues are animals who are just have had a little trouble in their you know past but it just takes a little bit of time and a little bit of patience and they turn into the animals they're supposed to be you know you know it adopt don't shop i know i always tell that to people you, you know so i growing up um my mom worked for the humane society and so we'd have like a rotating cast of cats Aww. who would just come in and out of her house so i feel that life I, so yeah, you like cats then too? Oh yeah, both cats oh. and dogs are great. Yeah, a lot of people don't like cats, and I'm like, <laughs> cats are the best. They're so independent. Oh, it's so great 
because yeah. you know you can just go to work or go to school <laughs> for and, sure you know they know where to pee it's exactly yeah. but like they don't need to be cuddled all the time maybe mm-hmm. one hour out of the day it's great yeah no cats are fan freaking fantastic <laughs> um so uh just to sort of close out what do you want fans to know about you Hmm. Well, I feel like I'm kind of an open book on social media. Um, but I think I want fans to know because sometimes we'll be at an RSL game or we'll be somewhere and people are, you'll tweet like, oh, we just saw a p- bunch of the Royals girls. And I'm like, why don't you just come say hi and talk to us and hang out? You know what I mean? Like, I love I love talking soccer with people. I love talking about food. I love talking about pretty much anything. So I guess if, you know, fans ever see us or, yeah, just come talk with us or try and interact with us as much as they can on social media. Um, because you know, the fans that we have are so amazing and the atmosphere at Rio Tinto, like wouldn't be the same without them. So they, they need to realize that they are such a monumental part and you know, our performance and why we play and yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, so just, you know, one fan, hopefully representing the rest of the fan base. One, it's awesome to hear that. Two, thank you for uh, giving me uh, and the listeners 30 minutes to talk to you. This was awesome. Yeah, of course. I hope, you know, we can do another one sometime. Yeah, no, absolutely. We would love that. For sure. For sure. Um, And I'll come out to training hopefully sometime in the next couple weeks so that way you can put a face to the name. That sounds great. And if you want to bring your dog, feel free to. Oh, really? They'd be up for that because I I I would be I would be up for it and I'll take the blame for it but I would say it's a very dog friendly atmosphere. Oh, that is fantastic! (laughs) So, so do you bring chai too? I don't because, um, yeah, I I need to completely focus on playing soccer and my dog's there. I'm like, oh my god, let's play! I would definitely run it by someone um, on the team and management or something, but you can (laughs) tell them that I said it was okay. (laughs) Sounds good. 